Hey there, fuckers. So let's get right to it, shall we? Um, if you are new to me, or if we have never met before, my name is Maggie. I am many things, but I am mostly a recovering pageant gal whose severe unmedicated ADHD has led me to this microphone. And apologies in advance for my voice sounding like I've been a chain smoker for 50 years. Um, I went to a wedding over the weekend and Celine Dion played and, well, I mean, I don't, I don't need to explain that any further. I drank a dirty martini out of a paper cup, so there you have it. So let's talk a little bit further about what I am. Um, I'm also the youngest of five children, and I was born and raised in a small conservative town in eastern Iowa. Uh, the purpose of this show is multifaceted, and contrary to popular belief, I didn't want to just be some millennial creating a show to talk about my own bullshit, but make no mistake, I will be talking about my bullshit. So after years in pageantry and growing up Catholic, and just generally being a good girl for most of my life, I got into the habit of doing most things to try to keep the peace. I think the reality of my world is that I think for, for reasons I can't explain other than I have an incredibly loud voice and an insatiable desire to say the word fuck, I've really felt I wanted to explore social issues, pop culture, all the bullshit, and honestly, other recovering whatever's lives in this particular setting. So much of that exploration involves a certain level of undoing on my own behalf and perhaps on the behalf of the folks that will be guests on the show sharing their own stories of peacekeeping. So you just happen to get a front row to that undoing. So welcome to the shit show. So my time spent in pageantry was interesting, but I feel like that word seems to do a really sincere disservice. <laughs> I'd say clusterfuck is a more appropriate term but that's just me. <laughs> Pageantry taught me uh, many great things, uh, like how to lose five pounds in 24 hours via Senna Leaf Smooth Move Tea. And if you know, you know on that one, it's just a fucking brutal process. Um, it also taught me, you know, how to apply butt glue, which is, yes, a very real thing that exists and honestly probably serves many more functions other than taping a swimsuit to your ass. It also taught me that there are still a lot of women hating women out there. And it also taught me, in its own cute little ways, to hate myself. I'd be remiss to say that pageantry didn't do anything for me. I did make a lot of friends, and I learned how to speak eloquently in front of a large audience, which you may or may not pick up on on my very obvious eloquence here. I received scholarship money for college that barely made a dent in my student loans. <laughs> All jokes aside, though, there are some very obvious positives that came from my time in pageants. I obviously cannot fail to mention my fucking crippling obsession with John JonBenet Ramsey. It was the brother. We all know it was the brother. It has always been the brother. If you dive into the pop culture zeitgeist that is modern pageantry, you will obviously find a lot of flaws in the system. The creation of Miss Congeniality, the award-winning classic of 2000, was not one of them. What is the one most important thing our society needs? 
That would be harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. And world peace. I really also want to reiterate that I don't plan to speak solely about pageants here. Um, so if you were concerned about that in any capacity, just know that that is not the entire purpose of this show. But it's helpful to have some context uh, of who I am, where I've been, and the fucking gnarly spray tans that I've seen along the way to get a sense of what you are getting into. So I'm mentally ill. <laughs> I have dealt with anxiety, depression, panic attacks, and PTSD in, in some capacity since I was seven. And I, I, I didn't say that wrong. Yes, that seven years old. Correct. I had my first panic attack in church and that should have been <laughs> the biggest indicator for me that I would almost burst into flames when I set foot in a Catholic church 20 years later. But alas, instead I decided to join a really prestigious youth ministry committee when I was 15 and that is a different story for a different day. These instances dealing with mental illness have afforded me a lot of opportunities. I would say mostly to try every fucking supplement, workout regimen, and diet that's on the market with the hopes that my mental illness would just whittle away in the wind. I have also tried every SSRI that's on the market. All of them. And they are all deserving of love and acceptance, but if you're on Wellbutrin, you are on crack. Lexapro, you have the boring anxiety, not the spicy kind, and if you're on Zoloft, you have heaps of childhood trauma. But one way I deal with these mental battles is, like a lot of people, through humor. And it's usually the dark kind, because that's the most fun kind. And if you are not into that, I totally understand. And also, what is it like to be a huge fucking turd? Humor has been kind of the cornerstone of my life and the lives of every single person I love the most. Since I'm the youngest of five kids and my siblings are the funniest fucking people I know and have also been to hell and back, um, they utilize humor in a way that's very similar to me. My parents are equally as funny and have been to hell 45,000 times simply by being my parents. So humor is our thing and it's what we do. And if you don't think we're funny, you can get the fuck out. So I want to double down on this whole concept of undoing for a minute. I first recognized my own undoing during the summer of 2018, which is the summer that my entire life just kind of hit the shitter. I had just been first runner-up to Miss Iowa 2018, which if you are familiar with the pageant space, you know that being first runner-up is basically a fucking crippling experience and just literally the worst. It's like you're expected to essentially lose very publicly in front of everybody with a lot of grace and a lot of compassion for yourself and for the winner. And that's a really hard thing to do, um, especially when it's so public and just so in front of people's faces. So I could talk all day, every day about how I respect first runners up so much, um, simply for the fact that they have to lose so publicly. So let's get back to the summer of 2018. Like I said, I had just been first runner-up to Miss Iowa 2018. My relationship of five years had totally imploded. I quit every single job I had in the wellness industry. I was like a personal trainer. I taught fitness classes, um, all of that. I had a holistic health coaching business and I closed it down. I, I just, I literally said fuck it to everything. And instead I became a barista. And then like any good millennial in crisis, I contemplated law school, said fuck that, and booked a one-way ticket to New York City. So... 
<laughs> my own undoing has been consistent since then. And, you know, like most women who are in the midst of their own untanglings, it's been incredibly messy. But I've also learned a lot about myself and a lot about how I came to be the way that I am in this patriarchal hellscape. My hope is that we'll hear from several other women who are in the middle of their own messy becomings on this show. Now, let's get into world peace or world war, a segment of the show for me to do even more bitching. This week, I'm diving into what is literally on everybody in the entire nation's mind, which is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Now, listen, I don't give a singular fuck why Taylor Swift is hanging around with a guy who resembles Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. Hold the lever, Kronk. But frankly, I'm here for it. It's giving world peace for me. And when they break up, the world war will begin, and I'm equally ex as excited for that shit. I'm a white woman in America. I don't know what the fuck you want from me, okay? It's wild to me that this show even finally came to fruition. Like I said, I'm ADHD as fuck and am unmedicated at the current moment. So, um, you know, there's that. I, I've been talking about a podcast for years and I never pulled the trigger because I really figured that no one gave a fuck enough to listen to me. And like I said, kind of through my own undoing and my own unraveling and my own unlearning of all of the fucked up things I learned in pageantry and as a woman just growing up in America, I'm I'm really truly realizing that none of that matters. It doesn't matter how many fucking listeners come on here. It doesn't matter what kind of guests I have. It, none of that matters. What matters is that I am giving myself the space and the and just my own place to kind of like really hash out all of these undoings, unravelings, these messy kind of becomings that are happening in my life. And it's my hope that, you know, obviously this show can help other women do the same. But, you know, ultimately, I started this show for for myself and in, in my own kind of selfish, fucked up way. So, you know, basically, this is me having a therapy session with myself, essentially. So to be frank, though, I really needed a creative outlet. And since I'll never be able to sew and since I would need an elephant sized Adderall prescription to even try and sew, a microphone seemed like a really approachable option. My sincere hope from this show is to hopefully make you laugh, to make you think, and it also might make you want to drink. Not necessarily in that order. I'll bring fellow dumb bitch guests on to discuss what the kids are calling the tea We'll chat a lot about mental health as we just clarified um, that, you know, because I am deeply mentally ill and so are all of my friends. I don't have a single friend who's not mentally ill. So there you have it. We will gab about how modern society impacts women. We'll go down pop culture rabbit holes, which I can't fucking wait for. And there will be gobs and gobs of shit talking. It's going to be awesome. I'm keeping this first episode pretty short and sweet so that you can take a clonopin and prepare for next week's episode. So lots of love and world peace to you, sweet listener. Thanks so much for joining me.